You're listening to What the Hell is Michael Jammin Talking About? I'll tell you what I'm talking about. I'm talking about creativity, I'm talking about writing, and I'm talking about reinventing yourself through the arts. Hey everyone, it's Michael Jammin. Welcome back to another episode of my show, which I've rebranded as the Michael Jammin Show because I want to make sure that uh, there's, there's more me in every in every mention of the show. Uh, and as you know, mostly I've spoken about, I've interviewed uh, screenwriters, people I've worked with, directors, actors. And now, after doing this for two years, I want to open it up to more people who are just doing interesting things. And there's a whole universe I don't know about. And so I'm learning about. <laughs> and uh, my next guest is going to teach us a little about that. His name is Jack Rea. He is the host of What's Good 247. On uh, he's, a big, he's a big TikToker. So we're going to learn all about that. Jack, welcome. Thank you for joining me. Thanks for having me on, Michael. I really appreciate the opportunity. Yeah. Let me, so let me tell everyone a little about you. So as far as I can tell, maybe I'm wrong. You're an EMT. You're in New right. York, right? What, what, mm -hmm. where, in, where in New York are you? I'm on Long Island in Nassau Long County. Island. Interesting. My nephew's an EMT. He's a paramedic, actually. So I know nice. a little about that word, world. But you started, you have a very popular channel on TikTok where basically you kind of act out for the most part, you kind of act out scenes of what it's like to be an EMT. Am I right? Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I categorize it as uh, EMS sketch comedy, <laughs> I and, guess and, is what I've labeled it. And then what what inspired you to start all this? Uh, so it was honestly a series of coincidences that got me into TikTok. Um, the, the first instance was back in the summer of 2020, a friend of mine just posted a random video on TikTok and it was this new app that I wasn't even on yet. You know, it yeah. was kind of labeled the, uh, the app that's just like for middle school girls to do dances on, right? No one really knew what that's it was exactly yet. Right. That's what I thought it was. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. So uh, my my buddy posted a video. I was up, like lighting off fireworks or something dumb. And the video like blew up. The algorithm just picked it up and it ended up getting like a couple million views, I think over 3 million views or something like that. And my, my buddy had zero followers on TikTok. So that was the first instance of like, wow, like this whole algorithm based yeah. for you page is like, holy crap, I guess it works. Right. Yeah. So then that summer I was like, all right, well, <laughs> I guess I'll give it a shot. So I was, uh, um, I was the captain lifeguard at the time. And because of uh, COVID that summer, we had to figure out a way to test the rookie lifeguards, like drill them on saves without like making physical contact, which is a little bit strange, but it's the way it ended up working. So I came up with the idea of having them save traffic cones. I was throwing traffic cones into the deep end and I posted a video of one of those drills and it blew up just like uh, my buddies did. So I went from zero followers and zero views to like, six million something views and like 11,000 followers, right? So that was the first instance of like, wow, this this level of attention is so easy and addicting that like, I think I'm going to give this app a little bit of a shot. But do you um, have other aspirations? Uh, I mean, you know, you're, you got a real job, you have a career. Oh, yeah, of course. You know, but um, given how I, I discovered the algorithm, I was like, you know, what, maybe I can do some other stuff on here. So I was experimenting with a bunch of uh, different types of videos and characters. I used to do like um, an Eminem character, like the rapper, like Eminem burns yeah. his finger on the stove, just a bunch of crap that I was just making in my free time. Um, but then that following school year, uh, a buddy of mine started doing these POV style skits, which was, right. uh, I hadn't had any exposure to until I saw it on TikTok. 
Um, so my buddy started doing like uh, POV, like frat guy comes up to you at the bar or POV, uh, your Italian dad or something like that. Right. And at first we were like, dude, like, what are you doing? You know, that's an app for just posting random crap and doing other stuff. You know, why are you putting yourself on there like right. that? You know, um, but he just didn't care. And he just kept making his videos, trying to make each one better than the last. And I watched my friend, you know, one day he had 10,000 followers and 50, 100 and now he's got over a million and he moved out to LA and, oh, wow. you know, yeah. And he really, he really did it. So I watched him just not care what other people were thinking and just be consistent. And I was like, all right, well, maybe I could do this whole POV you, skit thing. But your friend wants to be an actor, right? Yeah. Right. Do you, do you want to act as well? Um, I mean, I would love the opportunity. Uh, I definitely, my, my first love is definitely being an EMT and working in, you know, the MS field. Um, right. I have a, I have a private ambulance company job on Long Island in a 911 system. And I also work for uh, um, an event staffing company that does like everything from fashion shows to concerts to music festivals and stuff like that. So right. I really love doing that stuff. But um, I've realized through all these coincidences how lucrative social media, especially TikTok, can be. So I guess well, that's really all culminated to what I'm really doing here. Well, tell me then, how are you monet How do you monetize on TikTok? So the main way is you build up enough of an audience to get brand deals. That's the way that pays the most, uh, at least and, for most people. And are you doing that? Yeah. Yeah. So um, the most recent, I guess, uh, notable one I had was for a, a video game company called Supercell that makes an iPhone game called Clash of Clans. Yeah. So um, I actually, I they posted a contract through the app. So there's a creator marketplace on TikTok right. and you can see different companies and scroll through and see, you know, they're offering different rates for different videos. And so I applied for this one through Supercell. And um, the objective was to use one of their sounds, right? Which TikTok is pretty popular for. So when you open their app, Clash of Clans, there's a pretty distinct sound that you're opening the game. So I just kind of figured I could work it into a, I could work it humorously into an EMT skit and it ended up doing really well. So, now, are they um, giving you a lot of notes? Do you have to go back and forth and tell them what your idea is? It really depends. Every company has different wants and you know specifications when it comes to doing the brand deals. Some are super relaxed and they let the creator just like, hey, uh, you know, do your thing. We trust you. But some others are like to nitpick and stuff like that. But um, you must be worried. You can't do that every. You can't do that a lot because then suddenly you're the commercial channel, right? Exactly. So you know you kind of got to pick and choose uh, which ones uh -huh. you want to do and when. Um, there are other avenues though, like the creator fund is something we get. I, I get questions about a lot. Um, so based on the certain amount of views you get, it'll pay out a couple cents per thousand views or something like that. Are you doing that as well? So they just changed it, actually. Right. They just released a beta program where now um, there's a much higher payout rate for videos that are over one minute long. So right. I'm kind of screwed because a lot of my videos are like 30 to 50 seconds long, right? So I could try to stretch them out, but I feel like the, the quality of the video might take a hit at that point. But there's some people out there that, you know, they have, you know, a hundred thousand followers or something like that. And it's just them spewing their thoughts out into TikTok and they post like four or five times a day of these, you know, them just talking or giving their opinion on stuff. And all, all these videos are a minute, two minutes long. And there's people making 10, $15,000 a month off, uh, wow. you know, just this new beta creator program now. Do you think it limits your reach though? If you're on... Um so I think it has to, honestly, uh -huh. you know, and I, I, I'm confident in saying that TikTok is the least predictable social media platform yeah. out there. 
you know, we're all at the mercy of the algorithm here, you know, yeah. and it seems to be pretty random and definitely hard to predict, you know? So, um, some stuff happens to blow up. Some stuff doesn't. I'll, I'll be super confident in a video that I make and I'll be excited to post it and it'll mm -hmm. flop in comparison to other videos where sometimes I'll just post for the sake of consistency and just, you know, getting content out and, oh crap, this one just blew up. All right. Like, you and know. What is your, what is your schedule? Like how often do you post? So when I started and I was really trying to give it a go, I was super adamant about sticking to one a day, you know, right. no matter what. I don't care if I love the video. I just have to force people to see me every single day when I was, yeah. you know, really trying to to grow. So the uh, quantity over quality method works pretty well when you're like trying to start out. But mm -hmm. now I'm at the point where um, I try to be more selective and I try to make sure that each video is um, up to standard, yeah. if you will. So um, I don't really stick to a hard schedule. It's more... Um, if I have a good idea and I can, and it comes to me and I'm able to flesh it out and I have an opportunity to film it, then great. You know, but okay. if I don't, it's like, ah, you know, didn't get one today. And but, then how often, like how, how long, how long do you spend on each idea? Uh, do you write it down? Like what, how, you know, what's your pre Yeah. So, like? right. So my particular, um, I guess, strategy is 95% of what you hear me say on TikTok has been written down at, mm -hmm. at a certain point, you know, as I go through it, maybe stuff gets switched around or whatever, but the, uh, the general premise and the, uh, I guess the pacing of the skit is totally all, all written down and stuff like that. Right. Um, a big part of my production is actually my little brother, who's my cameraman. And he's, say, uh, yeah, yeah, he's got a real knack behind the lens. I like to tell uh -huh. him, you know, he's, um, he's good at being able to keep me in frame the right way, which, all of my videos have that banner uh, title over the top. Yeah. So sometimes we have to restart because my head clips into it too much and stuff like that. Um, but other than that, it's just me and an iPhone camera. You know, uh, TikTok has given us the ability or really social media in general to, you know, create content that can have a wide reach with not really a lot of equipment. So super so how, grateful for that. On a given day, how much time do you devote to, to a video? You know, uh, some, sometimes writing zero. It, producing it and then, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, posting it. Oh, well, I've definitely gotten faster at it. Mm -hmm. So when I would start the whole process, start to finish from writing the script to getting that final take, you know, putting a filter on it and posting it, be up to like two hours sometimes in the beginning, right. an hour, two hours easily, yeah. you know. Um, but now if I have like a good seed to build a skit around, whether it's a good punchline or a premise that I like that I can kind of mold the rest of the video around, once I get that down, the whole filming process, like 15, 20 minutes for me now, sometimes 30 minutes, depending on, you know, where I am. I, I live next to the train tracks. So when a train goes by, it'll totally ruin my take or sometimes yeah. I got to wait for the, the neighbor to stop mowing his lawn and stuff like right. that. But when I'm able to just film at the pace, I'd like to film probably about 20, 30 minutes to, to do the filming now, as opposed to an hour. Right. Before. That's so um, interesting. And then how is this how has this benefited you in ways that were unexpected? What, what has come from this? Oh, so by far, it's the amount of people that will reach out to me through like Instagram DMs or even in my comment section telling me that, you know, my content has inspired them to take an EMT course or oh, wow. okay. um, I've, I've even had some pretty moving conversations with people where it's like, hey, man, you know, just got off the truck after 24 hours. You know, thanks for bringing me a smile. You know, mm -hmm. that's, it's nice to be seen is what people nice have told to me, seen. you know, because I... I'm shedding a little bit of light and humor on the uh, some of the grittier sides of the EMS world. Sure. You know? So people have people have noticed that, and I'm like, wow, I didn't even really mean to have an impact on people like that, but I have been. So that's been really really cool to do. Well, people, I think people love EMT workers. I mean, you know, you're there to save lives. So it's not kind of hard to hate on sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> but but okay, but do you get haters? 
You must. Oh yeah, of course, of course. And, it, and how know. does that affect you? And what do you do about it? Um. So I'm thankfully at the point now where I have a large enough audience where if someone leaves me a hate comment, someone that likes my content or is following me will kind of you know go to bat for me in the comment right. section. I I definitely don't entertain trying to argue with people in the comments or DMs or stuff like but do that. You, do you block them or no? Not really, honestly, because really? Um, sometimes getting a little bit of controversy in the comments and you people know. arguing back and forth in each other is, can be good for engagement, unfortunately. Um, but I've come to realize that no matter what kind of content you're creating and no matter how good you are at it, there's people that are going to have negative things to say. Yeah, You know, people crap talk everyone from Tom Brady to yes. the best comedians in the world, the best mm -hmm. musicians, best artists, writers, doesn't matter. You're going to get hate. If you're putting right. yourself out there, people like to spread negativity for some reason. So it's just part of what comes with being putting yourself out on the internet. So I, I don't really let it get to me too much. That's it. But it's interesting that you don't block them because I, I, you might be uh, more mature than I am. So I sometimes I just don't want to hear it. I just, ah, uh, goodbye, goodbye. I don't want to be surrounded. I don't want to yeah. look at the negativity. Mm -hmm. Thankfully, I don't get too much. You know, I definitely got a little bit more in the beginning than I do now. And I know TikTok is pretty good at censoring a lot of stuff. Um, sometimes too good, honestly. I, I've, I've left comments that were meant to be positive on other people's pages, but it'll get flagged for like being negative or uh, insulting mm -hmm. or something like that. So um, a, a certain percentage of negative comments won't even show up. I won't even know that they're there. Right. But the ones that I do get, it's like, it's, it's just, it's just part of it. You know, it's like, you got to take the good with the bad a little bit. I, some of them are funny. Honestly, some of them are right. pretty clever. Um, do you, but, but do you respond to, it sounds like you respond to a lot of people. Do you respond even, you know, kind comments, you respond to them, everyone? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm definitely less responsive in my comment section than I am for like my DMS. Like if someone right. wants to reach out to me on Instagram and personally message me, you know, I'm, I'm, grateful for every time someone takes the time to reach out to me. I think it's crazy that people, you know, resonate with enough with what I'm creating to like send me a message. I think that's crazy. Yeah, so, interesting. Um, yeah, Do if you, you take the time to message me, I'll totally answer. Hey, it's Michael Jammin. If you like my content, and I know you do because you're listening to me, I will email it to you for free. Just join my watch list. Every Friday, I send out my top three videos of the week. These are for writers, actors, creative types, people like you. You can unsubscribe whenever you want. I'm not going to spam you. And the price is free. You got no excuse. To join, go to michaeljammin.com slash watchlist. And now back to what the hell is Michael Jammin talking about? Here's a question I, I tend to ask people who are creators. Do you, um, do you notice a difference between the kind of people commenting on TikTok versus, let's say, YouTube or Instagram? A hundred percent. It's is, almost a, there's almost like a generational gap between uh -huh. something like Instagram or TikTok. You know, um, TikTok seems to be like the 25 and under and Instagram seems to be like the 18 to 35 or, or, or older, you know, so the, the difference in humor and the difference in memes on, on each page is definitely different. And it's interesting that like I'll post something on TikTok, it'll it'll do well, right? Or you know, comparatively, will do well. And then once I load it into Instagram, and I have that kind of Instagram mindset and that feel for that audience, I almost hesitate a little bit because I know that it's going to be perceived like totally differently. Uh -huh. You know, there's a certain level of um, I guess being corny on TikTok that is like being intentionally corny. They see the sarcasm in it, right? right. So it works on TikTok, but it doesn't come across that way on Instagram. So 
Instagram, it's just a different way that people view it. It's kind of strange, honestly. And what about YouTube? Uh, so YouTube, I, I do put my stuff on there, but I don't really have enough of uh, an audience on there to really get much right. engagement. Um, I have two vlogs on there. I've made an attempt at, um, you know, the long form content. Um, but uh, it's, it doesn't really compare to what I'm doing on TikTok and Instagram right now. I'd love to get my YouTube audience up, the, up in the numbers right. these days. But um, the, the only real comparisons I can make is like uh, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook are kind of the holy trinity of where I post right. my stuff and what I can kind Facebook of describe. As well. Now, do you, was it difficult at first? I mean, you know, is it, at first putting yourself out there, was that, was that hard for you? I know you were inspired by your friend, but still. You know, it's crazy you say that because I look back at some of those older videos that I was making and I have no idea how I had the balls to do that. I look at it now and I'm like, what was I thinking? Like, how did I not, how did I not care? You know, I, I just kind of didn't, you know, and I was kind of just enamored by seeing other people blow up on the app, especially my friend, you know, and I was like, you know what, screw it. Like, yeah, who cares, you know? And how long has you been doing this now? Uh, so the first time I ever posted on the app was summer of 2020. The first time I ever like really tried to make POV skits and succeed that way was like the winter, like December, 2021. Okay. So about a year and a half coming up on two years now, but right. it wasn't until last summer that I realized that this EMT character was right. what I was you know, trying to stick with. So Isn't the whole, that interesting that you, yeah. you, 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 you naturally found your voice just by doing mm -hmm. it and over it, you know, people struggle with that. And I, I kind of say the same, just, just do something every day and then exactly. you'll find your way. You'll find your voice. Mm -hmm. You'll just know what works and what doesn't work. And yeah, you know, I used to be super adamant about like rotating my characters. You know, I had success with a bartender character in the past right. and a bouncer. Um, I've done a, a teacher, a lifeguard, uh, you know, a whole bunch of different stuff. And I used to be pretty adamant about like, okay, I did my, uh, gen z cop today so tomorrow i'm going to do the gen z professor and then i'll do the lifeguard and then i'll circle up back around to mm -hmm. the emt character you know but um i got to a point where the only one that i really enjoyed doing and the one that i was the most motivated to create was the emt character well and because that's I, the most authentic that's who you are exactly right yeah and you're not I, playing a role yeah mm -hmm. and i discovered how valuable it was to really focus in on a niche you know mm -hmm. instead of doing this myriad of characters just being kind of labeled as that um, yeah. EMT guy on TikTok, right? Was right. Um, pretty valuable now, to. Uh... How much of yourself, you know, because you're doing sketches, and so you, this mm -hmm. is a character that you've created. The character is based on yourself, but it's still a character, and right. you're still not showing all of us. You're not showing all of yourself, right? Right. And and so, what's the line, and how did you decide on that line? Um. So I I'm someone that. I found it much easier to play a character online than it was to kind of naturally talk to the camera and stuff like that, which is definitely the opposite for other people. You mm -hmm. know, there's creators two, three, ten times my size where they just hit record, talk to the camera, and they have this big, beautiful, successful video. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I, when it comes to my, I guess, authentic personality and putting it on TikTok, I kind of spin my tires in that in that. Uh, regard but is it um, not comfortable for you or, or do you or you don't want to um i don't know it's just i don't like when i go to try to do some authentic stuff like that i just i don't even know what to talk about i have right. no real inspiration on what the video should be about you know when it comes to these tiktok skits 
I'll, I'll have that joke or that punchline. I'm like, Oh, that's good. You know? And then I right. can craft a video around it and then I'm excited to film it, you know? So right. um, I'm definitely not opposed to, you know, being authentic and showing my real personality on camera. I just don't really know what it would really do or be about. So maybe one day, but yeah, it's so interesting. And then, okay. And so you were, you mentioned that you're, you're into at you, you would, Think about acting, but you don't, you don't want to move to LA. You're not, you're not that serious about it. You're just, you know, you're open to it, right? Right. So the way I see it, like I live on Long Island by train. I'm less than an hour outside of Manhattan, right? Mm -hmm. So any sort of opportunities in the entertainment industry, I feel like I could probably pursue in New York yeah. if they were to come about, you know? Right. But um, the idea of moving to LA and kind of trying to jump with both feet into Hollywood, I guess, yeah. doesn't have as much as appeal to me as it does kind of just making my videos, working on right. the ambulance, working at a concert, you know, I'm kind of, kind of liking what I'm doing instead of, yeah, you know, right. really trying to jump into one or the other. I agree. I, I appreciate that. I mean, you're doing this to me. It seems like you have the, <clears throat> it's, it's the purest form, <clears throat> excuse me, if you're purest form of expression, you're doing this because you want to be creative. This is your outlet. Right? Yeah. And the honest truth is I like being a content creator, but I love being an EMT, you know, yeah. the, it's honestly, the unfortunate reality is that if I could make as much as a content creator as an EMT, I probably wouldn't be doing much of the content creator stuff. Obviously, like I said before, the attention super addicting and it's fun uh -huh. to get recognized and stuff like that. But um, if I could flip the payrolls, I, I would. <laughs> well, let me ask you this. Why, why not do more actual day in the life where you got the camera, you're behind the wheel of the ambulance or whatever? Is it because you're not allowed to? Uh, sort of. So I've uh -huh. done a little bit of that. i have able to, like I said, I've had, I have some vlogs on YouTube where I'm vlogging, you know, like the, uh, the work that I do uh, yeah. as an EMT. Um, but it's definitely much harder to do than if you were to do it with other jobs with everything from HIPAA violations to, you yeah. know, if I were to deviate even one second or, or one <laughs> minutia yeah. of my brain power to my phone or something like that while I'm yeah. in the ambulance at all, it's just not something you really want to get involved yeah, with. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, other than maybe like, you know, cleaning the ambulance when it's parked. Right. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. Right. But um, cameras and healthcare tend to not really mix yeah. very well, especially yeah. when it comes to me just running around my cell phone camera, you know? Yeah. So um, that's definitely been a major roadblock in kind of the day of life kind of stuff. Yeah, I can see that. I guess now it's a naive question now that I ask that. Yeah. That's kind yeah, of but I've had I've had some success, you know. So it's not like it's impossible, but it's it's definitely it's definitely more difficult. So it's not really that much of a priority for me. Um, are, are there creative? Are there creators or or even uh, you know famous people whose work you admire? You were trying to emulate in your in your um, work. Yeah, I mean, there's there's other um, EMT creators or EMS creators or even uh, just healthcare workers in general that create content on the app that I really uh -huh. like. Um, one of them is the guy's name is uh, Fire Department Chronicles. Um, okay. he's, a, a, he's a bald dude that makes uh, firefighter skits, and he's he's the best in the business. He, he kills really? him, you know. Yeah. You, are you going to clap with him or no? Um, I mean, maybe one day. You know, I haven't really you haven't reached, reached out to him. Oh, like okay, that, you don't know each other. You just okay. I mean, it's great he's got like he's got millions and millions of followers. Right. Well, you're getting production. up there. You're, you're yeah, getting close to a million. Right? <laughs> I like to think I'm on my way. Right. Yeah. But um, it looks that way. Sure. And then, yeah. and then you also sell merch. Are you are people buying that? Are the people you know digging you? Yeah, a little bit. It, it's uh, it's a work in progress. This is uh, one of the shirts. Bankrupt <laughs> the funeral selling. home. It's this bankrupt the funeral home. So it's kind of a 
a humorous situation where it's like, imagine if healthcare workers could do their job so impossibly well that no one was dying. Right. Right. Like, so the funeral home is like, Oh crap, we're out of customers here. You know, we can't really afford to keep the lights on anymore. Yeah. You know, so it's kind of, yeah, (laughs) it's a good message you got. It's it's positive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, you know, I, I really, I admire you for putting yourself out there for, you know, just showing them, just showing up. A lot of people are afraid to do that, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate you saying that, you know, and I I would, I, my goal is to do something greater for the uh, emergency services community down the road. You know, I'm making a couple bucks off each t-shirt here now, but I have plans to really increase it. I'm collabing with a a much larger Instagram page soon. Uh So we want to sell everything from hats, patches, stickers, t-shirts, bags, everything under the sun, donate a, a portion of each sale and, um, you know, really try to give back to the community that's given me this platform is definitely a goal of mine. Well, I imagine you're you're becoming the face. You're becoming the face of EMT workers, at least in your area. Uh, I, I I can only see good things coming from that. You know, in terms of mm-hmm. raising your profile in the industry. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll have to agree with you there for sure. Yeah, I, I, have you been? Have other have others reached out to you? And you know, uh, you know, other you know people in your line of work reach out to you and say, hey, good for you for doing this, or what? How do they, how do they react? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I get a lot of really positive messages from other creators and just from other, Hey, you know, I'm an EMT and, you know, wherever, wherever, you know, really like your videos, man. Um, One of the, one message that sticks out to me in particular was probably last summer I got a a message and it was, um, Hey, I'm a, uh, um, I'm an EMT instructor out of Iowa. Um, uh, my class loves your videos. We watch your videos as like an icebreaker every morning before class, you know? Holy crap. Really? Great? Like the whole, the whole class, you know? And that's really um, nice. Yeah. That's, that's when it really started to hit me that like, I'm really impacting other EMTs and paramedic stuff in here. I was like, wow, like there's, there's some real serious reach here. Yeah. People you know? don't realize that what you do actually makes a difference in some people's mm-hmm. lives. It really does. Yeah. And yeah. with that, there's definitely a little bit of responsibility. There's mm-hmm. um, there's two aspects of my content that I'm kind of trying to clean up in the future a little bit. Um, one of them being is the uh, like the disheveled kind of inappropriate nature that my character exhibits a lot of the time. You know, showing uh-huh. up with his boots untied, still tucking in his shirt. You know, um, which is a um, which kind of happens due to the nature of the job. You know, maybe you're on a 24 hour shift. You just woke up, you're drinking Red Bulls or or doing whatever. Um, And I would hate for that to influence a new or future EMT. I would hate for them to think that it's okay to do that because of the nature of the job. You know, when did you come to that realization though? um, Pretty pretty recently. So um, I've started putting or, I've went back and put disclaimers on a lot of my videos. Like it does not represent correct practice, you know, because okay. I'll have people nitpick what I'm doing in the comments and stuff. And it, it was hit me. It's like, you know, it is, it is important to, you yeah. know, obviously it's a comedy skit, but it is important to note like, Hey, this is not the way you're supposed to be doing things. You know, yeah. I'm over here trying to make a couple people laugh. This is in no way, shape or form the way that you're supposed to conduct yourself. You know, that's an interesting um, realization that you, you know, you, mm-hmm. you're doing this for fun. And then you realized at some point you had a responsibility. Exactly. To act to, to the world, really to, you know, mm-hmm. not, not just to your coworkers, but in your profession, but yep. to the world, which is, mm-hmm. you know, which is, I don't yeah, think yeah. not everyone comes to that realization. Uh, right. Yeah. I wish more people did because mm-hmm. what you put out there is important. 
and it's, mm-hmm. it, it yeah. will affect people you know yeah. Yeah. whether it's subconsciously or directly it will start to influence the way people see this job yeah. you know and that goes for whatever kind of content you're making you know um another aspect that i've that i'm going to try to kind of clean up in the future is i don't want to deter people from calling 911 because they think they might get this EMT that comes in with attitude and doesn't want to be there and stuff like that mm-hmm. you know um uh some of the videos i make you know i'll be coming through that front door and i'm just like oh this is a bull crap call you know my kind of rolling my eyes and I'm, you know, making jokes about the lack of severity of the situation. Mm-hmm. And I would hate for someone to see one of my videos and yeah. think twice about calling 911, you know? Yeah. So um, it's definitely some stuff that I'm going to address in the future. Um, but I feel like I'm ahead of the curve, hopefully, so that it hasn't really gotten too far yet where yeah. you know, there might be some crazy instance or something like that. But um, it's definitely something that's on my radar to kind of address. So where do you think most of your followers are? Are they, are they in the United States? I mean, I would assume. Honestly, I'm not sure. I can check my analytics and it can right. tell me like where people are from. The, the most recent time I checked, my most followed city was Chicago, in, in, uh, coincidentally enough. So right. it was like Chicago, Phoenix, Austin, like New York wasn't even really up there. Isn't that interesting? Um, yeah. But um, I definitely, there's, there's definitely a lot of local people that have recognized me. Like when I... Uh, uh-huh. I started at my private ambulance company in February of this year. And my first ride along, I uh, showed up, I I walked into the building and put my stuff down and immediately went on a call with both of my field training officers. So obviously we're kind of in like call mode, right? But um, Mm -hmm. once once, uh, we transferred our patient care and everything like that, my FTO was like, you that guy? (laughs) I was like... Probably, I'm probably, I'm probably the one you're thinking of. Yeah. How funny. You know. That must yeah. be nice. So, so before we wrap up, what are, what this is, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm very impressed with, by what you're, by what you're putting out there, by what you're doing. You seem like a stand up guy. What other mm-hmm. advice do you give people who, I don't know, who are interested in doing what you're doing? What, what else do you have to offer them? Um, I think that consistency is probably the most important aspect of mm-hmm. trying to be any type of a creator or, you know, whether you're writing a blog, making POV skits or making music, anything like that, kind of just forcing people to be exposed to your content through you just keep making it and posting it is probably um, the most important aspect. And if you can do that and just make an effort to make each one a little bit better than the last, like it will start to compound. Yeah. You know, and by consistency, you mean once a day or what? It depends, honestly. So with me, it worked once a day, you know, uh, back in the winter of 2021, I had a winter break from school. So I was like, you know what, I got nothing to do this break, but watch the Sopranos and make TikTok. So no matter what I'm doing, I'm going to make a TikTok every day. I don't care if I love it. I hate it. I'm going to post it. So um, that was that first like little spike in followers that I got. And I was like, yeah, this is, this can probably work. I think I got it down here. Um, But I, I think know. it's great that you're really, that you're sharing your profession, you're making it light, you're trying to entertain people and, uh, you know, you're doing a little something, you're, you're raising your profile. I see just good things, good things coming from it. So yeah, I really uh, appreciate it. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you for, for joining me again. I really oh, appreciate absolutely. it. Learning your story. My pleasure. Very interesting. Everyone go check out Jack, Jack Rea, his, his channel is called what's good two, four, seven, 24, seven. On, uh, <laughs> on TikTok, I imagine that's the same your same uh, handle yeah. on Instagram yeah. and, and Facebook. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's it. Wonderful. You'll Thank you me. so much, Jack. Really good for you.
congratulations. Absolutely. We'll have to do this again sometime. Yeah, Thank you. Good, good stuff. All right, everyone. That was an interesting talk with an EMT. Jack, go check him out on uh, TikTok. All right, everyone. Until next week. Uh, I got to think of a better tagline. You should say keep writing. I'll think of something else. Keep bullshitting. All right, everyone. Thanks so much. <laughs>